Hey, 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 it's Queen's Court. We're here with another segment. Today's topic of discussion is stand on it. Y'all, I have to say that I have been missing in action on my podcast or just putting out content and material because I had a few things going on. I was moving and just readjusting, getting children in new school and all that stuff. Nothing stressful at all. It was just a change. And so I kind of took a step back. But today I had something to bring to you all. Because, you know, life be throwing punches sometimes, right? But when I bring myself to the way that I center myself is I remember the examples that I had before me or that I have in my life and that I had in my life. Let me tell you, when I say stand on it, stand for it, stand with it, let me tell you. So I grew up, you know, my mother, single mother, whatever. My mom stood for it. And when I say stood for it, I mean she stood up for herself. And if she didn't, she had two little girls that was right there behind her like, uh, 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 what'd you say? My mama said this. So listen, we always had her back. But as a single mother raising two girls, she had to stand up for herself a lot. Now, what I want to say about her the most is that she stood for it. Because she stood for the example of somebody that was standing her ground Listen, like, um, showing who she was, always fly, always had her children, her girls fly, and we stepped into everywhere like we on the scene. And it pushed people's buttons a lot because it was almost like, I don't say, how dare you be single and still looking fly, don't look stressed, don't look, you know, outdone, ain't needy, ain't begging for help. Like, you actually stepping into every scene, on every scene, and actually running scenes, mind you, to the T. So, like I said, like, my mom stood for it. Like, and she stood on it. And like I said, also, wherever she didn't, she had two girls that was like, we did it, and we're here, yes, (laughs) and we were right there with her to back her up at very young ages, okay? So, my mom always had other women, married women, mind you, clenching their pearls because she intimidated people. Because she is very beautiful. Growing up, my mom was so beautiful. And she stood out everywhere she went. But she had a lot of women in the circles that she, you know, ran in. I won't say ran in. I'll say that were just community, um, communities that she participated in. She had a lot of people clutching their pearls. And people would take jabs at her in ways that made her upset. Because she was a very humble person. 
But again, at a very young age, your girl Courtney, her daughter, and my sister as well, we saw things very clearly. And we saw how people treated her. And even though people could always throw out there the fact that we were children and shouldn't be saying certain things or being certain ways, we always stood up for her. Because she was so humble, but she stood out a lot. And she was very pretty, very beautiful. So like I said, it intimidated people and people tend to sideways react to a person that they're intimidated by. And what I mean is, it's never a direct like jab of dislike or hate. It's always sideways. It's slick. It's around the corner. You know, it come around the curve. But we was always catching it, is what I'm letting you know. So my mom, being a humble person, she was, she would be hurt oftentimes by people's, you know, lack of respect or just whatever conniving thing people would do in their sly, slick ways. That would hurt her feelings for no reason. You know, we was always checking people. Giving them a neck roll. Giving them an eye roll. And it was always a problem. Because, you know, while they're being slick and sly and um, condescending to her. We, as little girls, me and my sister... A rolling our eye and twirling our head like no, I might not, I might can't say anything to you, but you gonna know that we we pick the vibes, we 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 feel the vibes, okay, and we gonna give it back even if she won't. So that's why I said like today was just one of those days where I wanted to revel in the spirit of her, like because I'm all that and more. Because she created me in her likeness, and I stand in her likeness, but more bolder. And I'm not afraid to admit that, because I'll check people in any way, on any day, about anything. Because you're not going to project on me. I've lived in the South all my life, although my family was born and raised up north in Jersey. I grew up in the South. I grew up in the South. And it was always just that alone, not even her being the beautiful and, you know, humble, nice, giving person that she was. People also just had a problem because she was from up north, living in the south. So that was a problem. Her accent, her mentality, her personality, it it was always a problem. And so the thing I want to say is that I catch a lot of vibes too when it comes to style when it comes to your personality do you know that you can be a person that will wear the most designer items but if you still country and you don't have the vibe and you don't have personality you still can be tacky come on now tell me you understand i hope this one gets a little bit of response a lot of response from people, email or two. Because this one, I plays no games about this. Country people, southern people, 
have a tendency to be very country and tacky. Southern people have a tendency to be country and tacky. And literally growing up, there may may have been people that had more than what my mom was able to raise us with. But we still, we look better. Can you imagine just being clean and put together and wearing nice non-name brand clothing, just good brand clothing, decent clothing, stylish clothing was better and we came into any place looking better than someone who will flaunt their two or three hundred dollar, you know, name brand items. That they paired with something tacky. And (laughs) it's so crazy because, like I said, I don't think my mom had the courage or or just the confidence to just tell people how they were. The South, here, the people that turn turn their nose up to people from up north had no grounds to. Everything that a lot of people that looked down upon my mother were country and tacky in their mentality, in their dress, in their style. It, it, this is not just a look thing. This was in their attitude, their, their, the way they act and everything. Because they had no respect for a, peop- a person or people that actually were respectful and respectable people, but it had a lot to do with status, and our status wasn't low. It just wasn't likable to people because of the way we stood out, if you understand. And if you want to categorize it as low, it could be because she was a single mother, but we didn't lack too much of anything. We had our necessities. We looked good. We were always dressed nice. My mom did stuff in the community. She did stuff for people. She looked beautiful doing it. And she helped others. If people wanted their hair like me and my sister, she would do other women's daughters' hair. If they wanted their hair to look like my ours. If they wanted to dress like us, she would take them to Macy's. She would tell them where she goes. She would take them to the little boutiques in different cities that she found find um, one-of-a-kind dresses or the type of clothing that we wore. She would let people know where those things were. And these people, again, that may have more physically than us, wanted to know what she did to make us look nice to turn around and flip it and try to stunt, maybe the word, flex, or take that from her but you could never take something from us or from her that was just naturally us if you understand what i'm saying so you can copy all day you can make your little girl dress um or get your little girl's dress from the same place my mom got ours and still not look like us you could do your hair wear ribbons my mom ironed i remember my mother ironing our ribbons to put in our hair. Doing our hair. Of course, every black girl, little black girl has their story of their mother, you know, hot combing, pulling, perming, 
all that stuff just you know styling our hair when we were young we we went through those same things of you know just getting prepared for hairstyles and curls and twists and just all that type of stuff we have those same stories as well me and my sister of getting our hair done but everything that my mom did as a single mother by herself that made us stand out others wanted to do it and they may physically have had more than us but it wasn't even about her not helping other people it was about the way they reacted to us in the sense of the thing it was just like still like i said you know clenching their pearls around my mother and finding some condescending thing or way to be thing to say or way to be when we were around it was just normal it was natural it didn't even phase me and my sister because we would give it right back but my mom was very humble and that's that so you know my mom stood out in a crowd in a room full of country tacky people personality wise mentality wise possibly physically wise but they may or may not have had money and she stood on that that is the story for her and us growing up for the day okay now i want to talk about my granddad because he was the g he was the og he was the cool calm collected man with few words but he stood on it too and these are my two examples because i live by everything that they showed me because she stood on it in her lane as a mother young mother single mother the way she handled herself, the way she looked, the way she carried herself, and the way she raised and dressed us, and the way we carried ourselves as well. And my granddad stood on it because his word was bond. He was a humble man. So if you don't know any better or didn't know any better, you have no reason to be rude, condescending, or do wrong to a person that's humble that gives you the benefit of the doubt and everything, but only acts for your respect. You don't have to like a thing. You don't have to like a decision. You don't have to like an opinion, but you can respect it because it's coming from a very humble place from a humble person. And so he stood on his word always humbly, respectfully, and he meant what he said. And that is your girl, Courtney. I'm the same way. You cannot take anything away from me that I don't give to you. Now I'm going to give you respect and I'm respect and I'm going to be humble. But don't take it for granted. Because on the opposite side of that is where I stand my ground. And I say, oh, 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 oh. Wait one moment. You, you, you didn't respect that? You didn't understand that? You didn't appreciate the grace I gave you? You didn't appreciate the understanding that I gave you in this situation? Now it's time for me to... Um, put down authority. 
because I gave it to you a way where you could just take it and benefit from it already. Now it has to be given to you with a bit more force because you couldn't just humbly accept the place, accept the stance, accept the rule, accept the opinion, accept the decision and move on. So now it has to be forcefully done. And so I feel like that's where like my granddad as a solid, strong, humble, respectful man stood his ground and everything he said. He could say two words and it mean more than a, than a person that's speaking a thousand sermons or that's giving a thousand sermons to a whole crowd of people because that's just how solid he was and that's how the people that understood that took his word took him for understood him for and these two people my mom and my granddad are my examples my mom stood on it in her way i picked it up i carried the ball i took it further and i mixed it with a little bit of confidence that she could have implemented a lot when it came to how people treated her when we were growing up and then i took my granddad's humbleness but authority and i made it my own because it was two sides of the same coin the respect and the presentation i'll say because there was nothing about either one of these people that needed that deserved disrespect or or any kind of sideways but it's always the person who you have to take into context of who you're speaking with as to how they're going to receive you and we stood so solid in ourselves it ain't nothing you can say or do That's going to take me off my throne because my throne is where I stand on my understanding of things, who I am, my knowledge of who I am, my knowledge of what I can do, my knowledge of what I'm here for, my knowledge of how I humbly give you a place to speak, give you my opinion, give you the opportunity to understand me and understand it and then what you do with that is your own so all those things mixed together created the beautiful wonderful girl before you woman before you young mother as i am myself of three beautiful boys today and i just want everyone out there to know that when it comes to who you are always stand on it Your word is your bond. Don't ever let your word be flaky, people. You cannot. You have to stand on what you say. Who you are. Because if you don't, that means anybody could tell you who you are and you believe it. Anybody could tell the world that person is like this and they will believe it because you don't stand for anything. Your word can be flaky. 
Your mentality mentality can be flaky. Who you are can't be flaky. You have nothing else but that. My granddad always said a man's handshake is how he judged you. If you got a firm handshake, you a man. It's very simple things that make you stand out for who you are. You can't be flaky on none of it. You got to present yourself in a way that lets people know who you are. Present yourself accordingly. With authority. With direction. Humbly as well. But firmly also. And you can't go wrong. People going to project all types of things onto you every day, all day, 24, 7, 365 days of the year. People will project To see if you will falter. If I throw out this, if I throw out that, if I throw out this, if I throw out that, eventually they're going to believe it's them. No. (laughs) Wrong. Still standing firmly in who I am because I know what I've been through. I know how I've been through the fire. I know how I've come through the wire. I know how I've stood my ground. I know how my word has come to has become true. Because of my faith, I have faith and I have strength and I have courage. And there's no way that your projections and the only way I relate it to is just my environment. Again, the projections of country and tacky people, tacky minded, tacky mentalities, tacky, just insecure, lackluster personality people. I mean, it's, it's so many ways to describe it, but their projections on some people constantly is what brings them up. All these people with these mentalities, this could bring them up. If they constantly keep throwing that onto you, eventually they're hoping it'll stick to you. That way you can feel low so they can build themselves back up. But please, baby, stand firmly in who you are. My mom and my granddad let me, showed me, and led me to believe I have no choice but to stand firmly in who I am. Because you've seen the examples. You've seen the projections. You've seen just the copying. You've seen the way people want to put a spin on the way you are and still can't do it better than you. So you've seen all these things. And you've come up against enough to know my ground is firm. Like, this, 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 this is a good place. Like, this is a solid place to stand because it's always somebody trying to knock me off. Like, okay, this ground under these feet must be the creme de la creme. Must be a fertile soil, this ground that I'm on. Because it's constantly somebody... Trying to trip me up over it. Trying to knock me off of it. This this plant 
or this garden. I mean, just imagine yourself in a field, whatever. Even if you want to imagine yourself on a podium, on a stand, wherever your ground, your feet are planted, it got to be amazing. It has to be amazing because somebody is always trying to knock you off of it so they can hop up there or so they can what pull up your plants it's something they just need you to turn your head for a second so they can take your flowers out your garden your plants out your garden but never that never was that never been that and i learned that and that is my story for today you guys like just stand firm because who gonna knock you off the ground the stage that god put you on he told you who you were you showed him you knew it all you gotta do is just keep standing there on that ground solid and strong watching everyone else fall to the wayside (laughs) because they're missing they're missing key import key components and you are standing firmly not lackluster not degenerate (laughs) not lacking real firm real strong real fertile real prosperous so you always do that stand on it and that's it for today guys you can email me queenscourtpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions comments concerns just send me a shout out and um i will see you guys on the next one queen's court bye